24-7 Marriage Podcast. It is cold in the marriage lab, and I'm here with Shannon, who's wearing a hoodie and a beanie. And <laughs> If I could, I'd wear a parka. We don't even own a parka. I don't even know what a parka is. Well, no, I don't know what a parka is. But yes, it is. It's cool. Um, but when this podcast is coming out, today is Giving Tuesday. And you know what that means. If you're listening to this podcast and it's Tuesday, shoot, even if it's Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, mm-hmm. or it's a week from now when you finally listen to this podcast, listen, 24-7 Marriage is a nonprofit ministry supported by donors, by individuals like yourself, churches, businesses, to help us engage um, uh, with marriages, with couples, to help bring restoration, healing, resources to marriages that are in need, but also just those that want to improve in their marriage. And so, There's also going to be a link in this podcast for people who want to give any amount because we are a nonprofit ministry. Yes. Yeah. So you, you can, we, we cover your support and the reason why it helps us, I cannot speak today. It enables us to be able to continue the work we do as 24 seven marriage and the marriage lab um, on the road and all the other resources that we provide. And it's incredible. We thank you for your continued um, support, your prayers, your engagement, uh, which has been incredible. And so help us reach our goals to continue the work that we're doing into this next year uh, by giving uh, this Giving Tuesday and throughout the season. Because um, here's the thing. How it come is I can't better... hear myself? Is it because I have a beanie pulled over my ears? I think because you have your earphones over your... <laughs> mm-hmm. You have a beanie on your head that's yeah. covering your ears, and then you put earphones on yeah. top of that. So yeah. I bet that's not working well. But you say that I'm good. <laughs> I'm good? <laughs> I say that you're good, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If keeping your ears warm, you know, the headphones will keep your ears warm. Mm. I mean, it keeps mine warm. I have big really, ears. It's really cold. <laughs> I'm going to stick with what I'm doing. So how are you doing? How are you doing? How I am I doing? No. Oh, I want to ask you first. <laughs> Gosh darn it. I'm doing good. Uh, I, I think it's just been, you know, the work we, and we're always honest on this podcast, like the work we get to do is amazing, but it's not easy. It's difficult. And there's a lot of other pieces that are going on. And yeah, uh, it's just been crazy. It's a lot of things are taking place and uh, sometimes it's navigating and building and growing the nonprofit and the work that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not easy. Um, yeah. And we chose to go this route because we believe in investing in marriage and oftentimes we get to do support couples for free. Yeah. Um, that's why we're doing our every marriage campaign that enables you to support marriages who are in need of resources mm-hmm. right now, but can't afford them. Yeah. We know the need is great because of our prayer wall, our marriage prayer wall in the marriage lab. Yeah. Uh, we have over 250 couples from around the world that are asking for a prayer for their marriage. And yeah. when I say the world, I mean that- From w- Dubai, from Italy, Africa, Nairobi, all over the US. It, yeah. yeah, so um, they're not just asking because their marriage is so great, would you keep praying that their marriage would keep being amazing? Um, these are these are couples that are they're hurting, they're struggling, they're frustrated. They want to make it work. And um, not only does God hear our prayers, but God hears your prayers. Like you can be praying for your marriage. It, it is one of the simplest, most profound things that you can do for your marriage. And it f- maybe feels like, you know, it doesn't feel significant or important, but to God it is. And he hears our prayers. He covets them. Pray for your marriage. Pray for your spouse. Don't just pray that God would fix them. Pray that (laughs) God would work on you, that God would do a a deep work in you. Because 
even if you told me 99% of the problem in our marriage is my spouse, there's still 1% that you own. And yeah. God can do a lot with 1%. Well, and we talked about that the last podcast uh, towards the end is that you can't change your spouse. And, no. and you hear this over and over mm-hmm. again. But I, 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 we know, we see it. There are couples who bang their head against the wall, sending in DMs and messages and just talking to us and talking to others that are doing the same type of work that, you know, they just won't change and I keep trying and I'm doing this, but they're not doing this. Like you're responsible for you. I know it's difficult because even if you do the right thing, the wrong thing's being done to you, it's hard. It's not easy. We're not telling you like, just suck it up. It'll be fine. We're telling you it is something difficult. It is not easy. And ultimately, and ultimately, um, you, you have to make that change in you. And that will impact your marriage but as you move forward. I know, but Javier, let me let me say something to you that I hear hundreds of people say to us all the time through social media is, but you don't know my spouse. They 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 are the they are the problem. They are the reason we are in the place that we're at. What would you say to them? I'm going to tell you that we probably hear that about eighty percent of the time, ninety <laughs> yeah. percent of the time, in regards to the male. Yes. Yeah. Right and and women, we I hear you, and is it true that oftentimes it's difficult for men to engage, to open up, to be vulnerable, to share where they're at? Yeah, that's true. Um, I would say it's not true of every man because no. there are men who are very open and share their feelings, and they have spouses who or wives who don't. Yeah, I mean we we see that so. But it's not the norm. But typically, most men will tend to close up, and it's not. Oftentimes, it's not because they don't desire to let you in; they don't know how, or oftentimes they feel they're letting you down, or they don't have what it takes. So instead of like admitting or coming to you and having those conversations, they actually retreat. Um, I I'll just internalize this. I'll take care of it. I'll handle it. I don't want to burden her, and. And, and also, it there's a sense of like, not demasculating, but almost like, what will she think of me mm. if I do this? And so, so men oftentimes retreat. So when women are saying that, I guess part of the thing is like for women, like, what are you doing to engage your husband to have those conversations, to not maybe even talk, not talk about the actual problem, but maybe talk about where they're at, where they're at emotionally, what's going on in work or in other areas of their life that maybe is causing the issues you're seeing in your marriage. Yeah. I mean, would you say that's a way to handle it? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, mm, I could say so much, but it's... Okay, we'll say so much. <laughs> it's, it's, it's heavy and it's, and it's not pretty. So I'll just start right th- with that. So here, here's what I am going to say. So the Bible says that we should count it all joy, the trials and things that come our way. Um, and also, our joy is not dependent on whether or not things are going great with our spouse. It, it's not. My joy is not dependent on how much we're getting along or how much you make me happy. I have to choose to find joy despite what is going on in my world, with my children, with my family, with my job. We live in a society that has deemed it okay to check out 
or put a timeline on marriage and decide that if I'm not happy, if I've tried for a certain amount of time, that I probably need to move on because my happiness and my self-care and my self-love is of the most importance. And I'm sorry to say, but that's a lie. It is flat out a lie. Mm -hmm. Um, Staying in a hard marriage is, is difficult. Uh, I've been on the other end of that. Javi stayed in a hard marriage for five years. Um, so you was that? Oh, that was with you. Not your. The former Shannon. (laughs) Oh, does it feel like another wife? No. (laughs) So what I'm saying is, uh, I, I don't know how to say it with, with not sugarcoating it, but wives, you have to toughen up. You well, have to you have to come to terms and literally get out a dictionary and look up the word steadfast and resilient. I know I camp on these words a lot, but we are steadfast and resilient yeah. women. Yeah. Yes, you can stay in a marriage. You can choose to love and pursue your husband despite what is being done to you. Disclaimer, we are not talking about any type of physical, emotional uh, abuse. When yeah. when or those even, things or, occur, yeah. that is not what I'm asking or telling or condoning you to stay in. What I'm saying is that we have lost sight of what it means to be steadfast women. I dropped the mic. She, <laughs> I drop it. I can't drop it. It costs a lot of money. So I agree with you in in all that you're saying. Um, and I think, and, and I want you, if you're a woman, you're hearing this. I, you know, I, I want you to be hearing what is truly being said is that we are for you and that we recognize 100%. It may not be good. You may be dealing with a husband who's an alcoholic or a husband who's addicted to porn or a husband who's not engaging, you know, you... Or who's just checked out. Or just checked out or is in a season of life where they're lost themselves, right? And it impacts you. And and what what happens when when those moments take place, um, there is a decision you have to make. Will I continue to fight for my marriage? And again, that is... Just because you've surrendered your marriage to God doesn't mean you're gonna, you're not going to struggle, right? Um, and just because you're surrendered to the fact of like I'm going to stay, I'm going to work through these things, there's still going to be struggles. There's still going to be difficulties. That's part of this journey. Um, it's part of life in general. <clears throat> what we're saying is that ultimately you're still responsible for you. Mm-hmm. Now, and if you keep pressing and it's five years, six years in, seven years in, and your husband is not changed, your husband desires to not have anything to do with you or pursue you, there's probably some choice and decisions you have to make. You cannot force the other person to reconcile. If the other person chooses to file papers and to leave, you can't stop them. You still have a choice of how you're going to respond, a choice of how you're going to still love and saying, I'm here. And you've worked on yourself, not for the sake of just saving your marriage. You've worked on yourself because it's the right thing to do to find healing and restoration in your own life that in turn will impact your marriage. And people get that wrong all the time, right? They're like, I want to save my marriage. Well, yeah, your spouse probably doesn't want to save that marriage. You need a new marriage, a healthy marriage. (laughs) Um, And and I'm not saying divorce. I'm saying a healthy marriage with with the same spouse. Yeah. 
And oftentimes, 99% of the time, that involves you working on you. And as you work on you, it'll trickle into your marriage. And then you work on those things within your marriage, right? And it has this incredible impact. I can't tell you how many times women have messaged us on Instagram and said, I really want to start coaching or counseling with 24-7 or with with somebody else, but my husband doesn't want to go. And I respond to them and I say, "Um, listen, if your husband doesn't want to go, you go by yourself. And the women that respond back to me, they say this, Javier, I never thought of that. I can do that. Should I do that? It's yes, you can. You can begin to work on you. And here's a couple things that can happen from you starting by yourself. One, your spouse could see a change in you and decide he's willing to give it a try with you and show up to one coaching or counseling appointment. Two, well, you- I don't, I don't, I don't know that that he can see a change in you and then he'll respond. Cause that's, cause then it's a husband waiting for them to do something. Then he'll change, no, which is not but what we he tell husbands. He sees them going and he's like, maybe, maybe I'll try going to an appointment with him. Maybe it's not as scary as I, I would think say it is. It sets an example of, of them, of them saying like, Hey, my spouse is doing this. I like, think we're this saying the same me... thing, but you're pushing well, back no, on me. I'm pushing back. Cause it's important. The words are important because we tell men that, that, Irregardless of what your spouse does, you need to do the right thing also, right? Yes. So not just because you see your spouse making a change, fine. Okay. I'm sorry, now I'll I'm make, gonna push back on you. Now I'll make a change. I'm gonna push back on you because <laughs> he could see his spouse responding differently to him and in, and not engaging in passive aggressive comments. And he's like, wait a minute, she's been going to counseling for a couple of weeks. I wonder if this is actually, she, she's she's different to me or he's different to me. So they choose to engage. However you get there, Javier, I think it's important <laughs> that at some point, if they both end up showing up to coaching or counseling and it benefits their marriage, yes, I agree with you, but I had to push back. Yes, I know you agree. I'm saying, I'm saying it's the point of... Yeah, that I'll, I won't change or I won't I do anything want, until I, I see you I don't want men change. or women yes. to hear, yes, oh, I know. I'll go and do this. When you do this. When you do this. Yes, I or, agree. Or like, I'll go ahead and change when you start changing. And that is so false and yes. unhealthy in the yes. marriage because like we talk about it all the time. Like in our marriage, like I, I didn't say, well, I'm just going to be this way towards Shannon. And I'm not going to, you know, until she's ready to change, I'm going to treat her this way. And I'm going to... I made a decision to do the right thing regardless. And if you make that decision in your marriage to work on you, to own your stuff, and to commit to doing everything you can to pursue your your spouse, and if they make a decision to leave for whatever reason, you know that you have stepped into the moment, you have moved towards them, you have done everything in your in, in in your hands to be able to find healing and restoration in your marriage. Yes. So that's the main that's the main thing. Yeah. And so when we when we have a lot of the wives reaching out and saying, My husband, my husband, he's not this, I'm doing this, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. We hear you in that. And it's likely what you're telling us is all true. 
What we want to encourage you is what have you done to sit down and to look past the problem and the issues and the struggles the in person. your husband, see the person and sit down and say, hey, hon, like, what, how, how are you? Like, how are things at work? Are you, are you feeling okay about the season of your life? You've now moved into their space to ask them questions about themselves or maybe find a way for them to open up, Right. Maybe they don't want to sit on the couch and look you face-to-face -face and have the conversation. We, we, we think you should, and it's healthy to do that. Maybe they need to go for a hike with you, and they'll be willing to open up or do something they enjoy. What we're telling you is find ways to draw your spouse out. Your spouse out. Yeah. Now, we're talking a lot to women, but this applies both ways, yes. right? But with what we're hearing from women, again, we're not saying that you're necessarily wrong. No. What we're saying is marriage. if marriage is a mirror, you have to turn around. You've got to look at what are the areas I'm responsible for, the areas where I need to shift and change that, that, that will lead by example in my marriage. But also, can I pause and look past the things that are happening to me and around me to actually see what might be happening in the life of my husband? Mm -hmm. Men don't go and just have emotional affairs, physical affairs, or even into porn just because one day they woke up and said, yeah, well, this, this will be fun. I'll go ahead and destroy my marriage and my kids and my future. And yeah. this, 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 will, this will really be perfect scenario for me. Now, when men start to use the excuse, well, I did it because she, well, that's a wimpy man. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not a man who is going to cast the blame upon somebody else for their actions and their behavior. My wife doesn't have sex with me enough, so therefore I look at porn. I hear that all day long. And that is an absolute right out, flat out lie. lie. And it is... It's projecting blame on somebody else for yeah. your sin. Well, for your, yeah, for your choices, for your decisions, ultimately. So, you know, when we start hearing these things, um, yeah, it's... <laughs> It's a lot to process. Yeah. Are you emotional? No, I'm just, I'm yeah. just, I'm thinking through like when these women are struggling with these issues with their men mm -hmm. and then men are off doing A, B, and C. So coming back to that, like women, I understand if that's been the issue, okay, like how could you engage to find out what is actually going on? Mm -hmm. Like what is happening that is feeding that? Yes. Right? Maybe there has been emotional disconnection and physical disconnection. Mm -hmm. And his, uh, we're not condoning the actions because the actions are wrong still. Right? And we've seen affairs happen on both sides. It's not one side or the other. But if we're talking about the man and that's what's taking place, like women, how are you in engaging to understand is and as painful as an affair would be as as debilitating as that can be and for many that says that's the end that's the end he betrayed me i'm done but we often don't recognize sometimes is do we ever take moments to find out like what is the why behind that what is the underlying cause and the root and that I'll led to that moment i'll tell you why that's hard for women because we're wired emotionally correct God wired us that way. So when our spouse hurts us with an affair, whether it be emotional or physical, pornography, we take it personally. It affects us and we internalize it as I am not 
pretty enough. Correct. I am not skinny enough. I am not desirable. plays out. The, I am not desirable enough. And the thing that that I love about coaching and what I've gotten to do with so many women and through Wives Club is I've been able to help them step out of that narrative and say, wait a minute, the, the problem is never the problem. He is not running to pornography because he doesn't think that you're skinny or tall enough or desirable enough. Now, is there a percentage of men who say that? Yes, but it's a very, very tiny percent. We are talking about the majority here. So when we are able to step out of that narrative and see our husband for who God created him to be, and we ask ourselves and we tell ourselves, his pornography, his whatever addiction, his affair is not about me. It's about something that is a God-sized hole in his heart. And when I step out of it, I can look at my husband and be able to address him and see him as a broken person who's in deep need of relationship with God. And we're able to say, like you just said, well, when someone to say your husband, got a relationship with God, it, a, a person who's... No, you can't abide and walk with God in a relationship and still have... But I'm saying just a... Yes, absolutely. But I'm yeah. saying also a... For those that are listening, it may not be people of faith to recognize that porn is still lying to them. Yes. Like our friends at Moral Revolution would say. Like, it is lying to them. It is deceptive. Um but again, I don't. I don't want to get into that because that's a whole other yeah. thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll but get into that. But like, what I want—we're talking about the wives and even the yeah. response to those yeah. things. So when we, when I'm able to help women drop that narrative, that false lens that's covering their eyes, and they see their husband, they're able to ask those questions: what What is going on? What is What is What is under the hood? That's really the problem here, yeah. and 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 get to the root of it because. Um, Porn affairs and all those things that even alcoholism, Javier, would you say yeah. there? Those are symptoms of deeper things that are happening in well, someone's life. Well, they are, and and so as we're talking to wives, like again, we hear a lot of these things. We hear a lot of this from from the wives, yeah, in regards to areas where their husband's not responding or things that have taken place, mm -hmm. and. So the encouragement, right, as we come, kind of come to the close, the encouragement ultimately for wife, like last week we talked about uh, uh, men have this mandate. Well, I think women do as well. 100%. The sense of how they respond to their men. You are the gatekeeper now, and guard of your husband's heart. You yeah. literally get to put a cage around it and protect it and don't yeah. let anybody near it. Yeah. Even, in their even in their most vulnerable state of being in a place where there might be yeah. an addiction or something going on, yeah. you still have a mandate to protect and guard them yeah. because as God restores them, yeah. they are going to be better. They are going to be more alive. They are going to find their fire again yeah. and their walk with God yeah. will become... Um, well, a deeper and reality begin to pray for, for the man that he is becoming, becoming right? Now, who's his? Yes. And, and here's the thing: is yes. sometimes you go through seasons of life where you didn't start that way, and now you're in this difficult season. And and we've walked around alongside a lot of women who are like, how much longer? And how do I keep going? <laughs> how do I keep going? I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Yes, I know. We hear you. Um, I say I, I, I know, I, like I know, but I was the no, one that I, was exhausting I mean, you. But I can't imagine what that what that feels no, like. No, you can't imagine, Javi. Well, in the sense of like, <laughs> I think ultimately when you're seeing certain things happen, 
regardless if it's you know an addiction or uh, something emotionally they're going through, whatever it may be, um, it's it's still tough, yeah. right? Oh, it, yeah. And it's still difficult. Yeah. And like women, you can't walk it alone. So yeah. I want you to hear is that you know we have resources to support you, yeah. like we are here. But also there's there's find the community of others around you, women around you who would fight for you, yeah. not tell you, oh yeah, he's a loser, leave him. Yeah. But who would understand the purpose of your marriage is to reflect God, and who yeah. who would stand with you, who would lock arms with you in those moments when you don't feel you have anything left to give, you can't keep going, that you reach out to, that you connect with, that you can just download to. Like you need to have that. You cannot do this in a silo. You cannot do this alone. And ultimately, um, when we're dealing with issues with you know with our spouses, um, it is this ability to be able to kind of look past what is actually going on. And it's not what we desire because we don't want to have to go through those difficult seasons. We don't want to have to be the one who is suffering in terms of emotions and in terms of lack of connectivity in our relationship and hurt. We don't want any of that. But I would tell you that majority of the time on the other side, your spouse is also hurting and struggling and does not want at times, right? Some of the things they're facing and they're trying to navigate through and they're not doing it well. And they realize it impacts everything yeah. around them. And so it's, 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 empathy, right? And having to see each other that way. So this is, I mean, this is not an easy topic, but yeah. So we ended up kind of talking about this mandate for women, how they respond. Mm -hmm. um, and and I think it's healthy that women do I think, reach uh, out I think a great, and vent yes. and have a place to yeah. do that, but then be open to receive like, yeah. okay, well, what needs to shift and change and what's your part of that? Yeah. Um, I think a great resource for wives who are listening um, on Instagram, we have a subscription called Wives Club, and I have lots of wives on there who are in the trenches. They're they're struggling. There's there's stuff going on that they're navigating, and it's a great place for you to find community. Yep. Ask me questions. I love being your personal cheerleader and helping you rally around you and give yeah. you things to think about. So, how do they get on the Wives Club? You just click, it's in our, it's in our highlights. You'll see the wives club button. It has a little crown on Instagram. Yep. Go to Instagram, click on subscription and you can join. I would love to meet you on the other side. Yeah. So, um, maybe our next podcast, uh, want to talk a little bit about like maybe this defense of, of masculinity and mm -hmm. what we're, what we're seeing and what culture is saying. Um, we should have Johnny root on our podcast for that yeah, one. Yeah, We should probably. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing to this podcast. Make sure you like, that you share. Um, help us go up those ratings. And remember, today is Giving Tuesday as you're listening to this. So we ask that you would find the podcast. They would go to There's a go link to in the podcast. You can link in the podcast. Yeah. You can go to our website. There's many ways to do that. Um, consider donating. Consider giving on a monthly basis to support um, the work that we are doing in resourcing and uh, if our podcast find has impacted you in a positive way, consider giving to us today. Yes. All right. Always remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to have an amazing week. 
Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. To help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support the 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage you don't have to, you get to.